o sea, el mole no lo puedes hacer rápido. Sí. Necesita mucho tiempo sí. y mucha paciencia. Mucho amor a lo que vas a hacer, porque si no, entonces no vas a ver bueno. That's Rosa Hernandez, a former farm worker and now co-owner of a restaurant, telling me that the key to cooking mole is patience and love. You can't make mole in a rush. I'm Lisa Morehouse, and this is California Foodways. I'm traveling to every county in the state, finding stories about food, agriculture, and the people that make both possible. This episode, I'm in Madera County, visiting Rosa's tiny restaurant. In the Central Valley town of Madera, teenager Yazid Alamari shows me around his family's business, Gateway Market. We have some gloves over here. We have a huge variety of them. A lot of bandanas. Hats, water coolers, buckets, and bags to hold picked fruit. Right there we have shears to like cut vines, you know, pruning. The Falcon number two is one of our best sellers right there. And those are used for the onions. They're all supplies that local farm workers need. Some farm labor contractors hand out checks here, which workers cash right at the counter. Alamari speaks to his cousins and brother in Arabic and English, to customers in Spanish. He says customers come for more than checks and supplies. He's talking about the little restaurant tucked in a corner of the market. Most of the people that come in here are all from Oaxaca. So they get their food right there. At this restaurant, which helps satisfy a longing for home for its customers and owners. Truck driver Carlos Santiago Gomez and a friend sit at a table covered in a bright woven tablecloth. He's taking his time with a traditional tamal filled with mole wrapped in a banana leaf. He says it's delicious. Both men are originally from southern Mexico, Gomez from Guerrero, his friend from Oaxaca. Today, they drove all the way from the town of Selma, 45 minutes away. He says there just isn't food like this where he lives, traditional Oaxacan dishes with indigenous roots, tamales, picaritas, pozole, mole. He can only get those here. Here, inside this market, is Colectivo Sabor Amitiera, the tiny restaurant owned by Silvia Rojas and Rosa Hernandez. Rosa introduces herself in her indigenous language, Mixtec Alto. Then she grabs thick disks of masa right off the stove to make piguitas. I'm seeing you shake your hand a little. <laughs> She pinches the hot dough to form spirals. She says it's a form that goes on forever and doesn't have an end. And she likes how that looks. Then Rosa spoons sauce and cheese over that form. She says even if it's covered, she wants it to be beautiful. When Rosa first moved to Madera nearly 30 years ago to work in the fields, she struggled to find the ingredients she grew up cooking with in the mountains of Oaxaca. Today, 
Today, there's such a large Oaxacan population in Madera that those ingredients are pretty easy to find at the local swap meet. Chilies from the coast, herbs like epazote and hierba santa. La hierba santa se usa para el pozole. Rosa used to have to wait for someone to visit family in Oaxaca and bring hierba santa back in a suitcase. Que eso lo hace único para mí, el pozole oaxaqueño. She says the sweet but bitter flavor makes her pozole taste Oaxacan. At another stall, Rosa sees chirimoya fruit, which grew so plentifully in her grandmother's backyard, they'd sometimes go bad. With these chirimoya at $10 a pound, Rosa says she'll just hold on to her memories of the fruit. This swap meet is kind of all about memories and community. She says people come here to buy familiar food, sure, but also to stroll around, kind of like they're in a plaza in Mexico. Growing up, Rosa says, if someone threw a big party, the whole community took the day off, making tortillas, grinding and toasting chilies, collecting the best wood for the stoves so the mole would come out perfectly. Rosa's usually calm, but she gets almost giddy when she sees this food memory come to life. A vendor selling all kinds of bread, imported from Oaxaca this week. There's pan dulce, including a mixtec specialty, little empanadas filled with sweet squash called chilecayote. And we leave with a whole bag. Back at the restaurant, Rosa Hernandez's business partner, Silvia Rojas, makes tortillas by hand, 70 every day. Rosa prepares ingredients for the spicy mole specific to her hometown, starting with garlic, which she'll roast along with at least three types of chilies in a dry pan on the stovetop for a long time. She says mole can't be rushed. Necesita mucho tiempo y mucha paciencia. Mucho amor a lo que vas a hacer, porque si no... Without patience and love, she says, the mole isn't going to taste good. Oregano, cinnamon, sesame seeds, and cloves help form a paste to which she'll add blended tomatillos. Everything gets mixed in a pot with broth. So how did Rosa go from farm worker to restaurant co-owner? In the year 2000, she joined a leadership development program, the Pan Valley Institute, made up of immigrant women of Hmong, indigenous Mexican, and Central American roots. She remembers at one of those meetings, everybody brought important objects to share. Hers was a photo of her mother and father. All the women circled up and spoke about their objects. And Rosa says for the first time, she talked about her family, something she'd guarded close in her heart because she hadn't wanted a painful reminder of home. She says she realized something that day. Lo que nos unía era la añoranza. La tristeza that what united all the women in the room was having to leave something so important behind to come here. In that moment, she knew they were not from different places, but were all one woman with the same broken heart. That was a turning point for Rosa. 
She'd always brought Oaxacan food to these meetings. She says being part of that group gave her a clear sense of her cultural values and the confidence to start this restaurant. She and her business partner met with potential investors and the owner of the market where the restaurant is now. Rosa always brought her homemade tamales and jars of mole to sell them on the idea of the business. She says after years of doing farm work and cleaning houses, she realized that the food her mother taught her to make back in Oaxaca could actually earn her a living. She says she learned to see the cultural value in her food. Those picaditas she grew up eating for breakfast in Oaxaca, now, she says, it's a privilege to make them for her people here, in one of the only places you can find this food in the Central Valley. That's it for this episode of California Foodways. The story was reported and produced by me, Lisa Morehouse. It originally aired on KQED's California Report magazine. Our theme music is by Takanobu, and Marisol Medina Carena produced the podcast. We received support from FERN, the Food and Environment Reporting Network, and from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. You can learn more at calhum.org. Subscribe to California Foodways on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow CA Foodways on social media and visit our website, californiafoodways.com. 